This week on the Health Wealth Podcast, we speak to Daniel Wilding. Daniel has an extensive background in social work, working with people struggling with mental illness. We talk about how he got into that, what goes on behind the scenes in that industry, and the evolving methods they're using to treat mental health. Daniel also opens up on his personal and very emotional battles with mental health, with depression, and even talks about him rock bottom and attempting suicide. Please, if you're someone in a similar situation to that, make sure you listen to the end of the podcast where Daniel gives us some great advice on how you can pick yourself up from a position like that and overcome it just like he did. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Health Wealth. We have a guest on with us this week, Daniel Wilding, who we're going to speak to a bit about what he does and how they how they help people uh, through the different issues they have so first of all daniel how are you doing today i'm well ryan and thanks very much for having me on the podcast i'm excited to be here it's an absolute pleasure it's an absolute pleasure i'm sure we're going to have an interesting conversation so i think first of all if you just give us a little bit of a background on on what it is you do and then and then we can kind of chat a bit more about how you got into it sure So I'm an independent social worker in England um, who is currently working with the NHS uh, as well as starting up uh, my own um, social enterprise called Daniel Wilding CIC. We offer a um, number of services, um, emotional change therapy and virtual reality therapy, uh, helping people with challenges um, around recovering from severe and enduring mental illness. And we also offer um, a suite of information products and services, uh, ranging from a podcast to awareness raising short films that are co-created and co-produced um, with our clients. Wow, that's that sounds super interesting. Um, some of the stuff you mentioned there that you do now sound really interesting to me, which we'll get into a bit later. But I think we'll, if we go back first and rewind a bit and just what kind of drew you into the, the industry you're in? Did you always want to go into it or did, did it just sort of happen? Originally, when I, when I left school, I, kind, I had, a, had a passion for, for storytelling um, and particularly film and media. Um, so that's where the, the, the germ of, of, of my interest in, in, in film and media and storytelling kind of happened. Um, as, as for the social work side of things, um, it kind of happened because I, I've come from a, a family of, of people who, who, who like to help people. Um, my uh, dad's uncle, he was a social worker. Um, his, his wife, uh, my, my auntie, uh, was a social worker. Um, and in, in the street where I used to live uh, as, as a kid, right, um, I, I was friends with a um, a guy whose whose dad was also a social worker. He and I used to go to um, a folk club playing the guitar, um, and I, we just got chatting about you know what what he did. Um, so with all of those all, all of those in, in influences in my life, um, I kind of I kind of got got to a place um, when I turned about thirty, so 10, 10 years or so ago now, uh, where I thought. Do you know what this this is what I want to do um so yeah I embarked on that on that journey um graduated in in 2016 uh with the thought of 
um, setting up my, my own social enterprise. And that's kind of brought me to, to, to where we are today. Okay. So kind of you, you were surrounded by it almost growing up. So it was like a, a natural progression for you into it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. And, and when you first, did you start where you are now with the NHS? Did you start straight there or have you moved around to different roles? Hmm. I, I've moved around to different roles. I mean, I, I, I started out um, with the, with a very clear goal of, of wanting to specialise in mental health. Um, and my, my first job post-qualifying was with um, a social enterprise, actually. So um, that was that was really useful um, because I learned I learned about you know the business model, um, how how to how to operate within within a, a social enterprise, um, how to do things well, and how, also how to do things not so well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. And then, yeah, moved around in lots of different teams, getting lot, lots of different experiences there. Um, and then, you know, made, made the choice probably about a year ago, um, year and a half ago to, to, to move into the NHS proper. Um, again, just to build, build experiences, broaden my network, um, you know, learn, learn new things, continually develop and grow. Because um, that's, that, that's really important to me, you know, one of my... One of my highest values is, is, is growth. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's that's how I did it. Yeah, I mean that that's awesome. I'm also really keen on, on you should be constantly growing and, and constantly improving as well. I, I also uh, think that's definitely something people should be doing and not stagnating. And like you say, the way you've moved around and learned lessons from different places is perfect way to set you up for what you're doing. And obviously, like you said, sometimes the biggest lessons you learn are what not to do from being with other people around their businesses. And you, you managed to uh, learn the hard way without actually doing it the hard way, let them do the hard way for you. So Moving on to yours, because a couple of things you said that you do really sound really interesting. So can you just go into with, with your new social enterprise you're doing, just explain in a bit more depth what some of those uh, things are that you do with people? Mm -hmm. um, so the first thing is um, emotional change therapy. And um, emotional change therapy can be best described as a, as a series of techniques um, that, that help people um, change change their mindset and move move from um, an unwanted state um, to a desired state um, and it incorporates lot, lots of different um, modalities ranging from um, heart coherence um, to neurolinguistic programming and eye movement desensitization reprocessing so all of those are kind of blended in in, in what what we call um, ECT or emotional change therapy, and um, in in that, in, interestingly, um, myself and, and and the founder of, of the approach, um, Imran Ahmed, um, are, are collaborating in in July on um, delivering an online presentation and, and a poster um, at the National Social Workers Conference. Oh, nice. Hmm. Nice. So is that, are you mainly working with people who kind of have mental health issues or is it just people who kind of looking for, is it kind of like going to psychiatrist or it's quite kind of different to that level? It's, 
It's kind of the a, a step down, if you will, from um, when people are perhaps needing uh, to go see go see a psychiatrist. I mean, some some may have may have seen a, a psychiatrist already, um, but the, the the people that that we're kind of wanting to work with are people who who are who are perhaps experiencing anxiety, depression, um, eating difficulties, um, stress, uh, relationship breakdowns, um, you know, fear of, of, of public speaking, um, agoraphobia, that, that kind of thing. Oh, okay. Okay. No, that's interesting. What, what kind of, results do you find with it do, do people respond pretty quickly and pretty well is it is does it take quite a while or is it just everyone's different from what i've seen so far um people people have you know significant breakthroughs um it's uh, it, it's a it's a modality that's that that's growing in in, in popularity um and the the other thing that we offer is um, is the, the the virtual reality therapy, which can kind of can kind of add um, work as an adjunct really to to the to the face face to face stuff. You know, if if people if people are perhaps feeling too uncomfortable uh, to come in and and have a have a one one to one or or a group session with 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 me, um, then. You know, we can work. We can work one to one um, in a um, in a virtual basis, and that that can either be you know coming in and and putting on the headset, or it can be um, through, through through the computer, much like you know you, you and I are talking now, Ryan. Um, so uh, there's there's options and choices for people. Um, the 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 research says that the best results. Uh, you usually come from um, combining the, the, the two methods, um, but yeah, as as I say, it's a it's an individual preference, and you know we'll we'll um, we'll, we'll design um, whatever um, approach is is best for for, for the people that, that would like to would like to experience it. Yeah, yeah. So with the virtual reality, would that be kind of to almost give them the impression of they are in the room with you without them being in the room? As it obviously, I understand on the computer like a Zoom like this, but the virtual reality will be actually with the thing on, and, and they'll feel like they're actually there. Is that kind of the aim of that? Precisely. Yeah. I mean, imagine, imagine you're someone who has uh, difficulties with going to a bar uh, because you're you're someone who who struggles with 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 social interactions, um, being out and about in you know quite quite stimulating, busy environments putting on the headset um, where you're either in just in the room with me in a nice, nice, calm, um, contained environment or, you know, in the comfort of, of your own home um, with, with the computer screen, with the software in front of you. Um, the, the virtual reality um, experience will um, enable you to, you know, safely experience a, a busy bar type environment from the comfort of your own home or, or the comfort and safety of, of, you know, a therapy office. Yeah. Oh, that's really interesting. It's, it's great using the, the new technology 
um, to really advance treatments and, and, and different things and seeing how it comes along. It's, it's really interesting. I am, um, we kind of concentrate with what we do. We, we concentrate more on diet, but we're, we're also a bit on mindset. And I'm really interested in all things about the human brain. Cause it's, I, I don't think we have a, um, still a grasp on everything the human brain can do. I think it, it's amazing and you can trick it into doing different things as well. And, uh, it's really, really interesting subject, which um, I, I'm still looking to delve a lot deeper into. What, what could have you had anything like a something where someone's come in and like the transformation has been, you know, what I mean, they've gone one from one extreme to the other just just through what you're doing. Is that is there any kind of huge changes that people get? One example I can think of is uh, a gentleman who I met back in. January of this year, um, he he came to us with you know significant substance misuse issues, um, and we we worked with him through through his stuff on the day um, over the course of you know five hours or so, um, and the following day. We, we, we heard back from him and he said that that he felt like his 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 depression his anxiety was 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 beginning to lift um and he'd he'd felt really really cared for and um you know embraced by by the the, the group experience and the and the the, the intervention that he had um and you know when, when when we heard that that was that was a really you know really powerful validating thing right um so that's that that's just one example of of how it, it can work for people um and yeah to the be- to, to the best of my knowledge this this man's um you know stepping taking steps forward on on his journey and 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 doing well yeah that's amazing that is amazing the difference it can make do you find because because i find with in all walks of life with trying to help people um you can only you can't help someone that isn't ready to be helped so the people that come to you are they coming to you because they want help or are they being sort of like recommended maybe through are they sent to you through the nhs and maybe do you get pushback from people who aren't in that position where they're ready to change part of my part of my process is to is to assess people's um, motivation for change um you know not not only in, in, in my daily practice but in my independent practice so um people will come through um recommendations people will come organically through our um advertising efforts and people will come through referral and um, so all, all all three all three avenues uh, uh, how uh, how people can can come to us right yeah 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 that, that's cool you i think um if, if they're coming to you through most of them they're, they're almost seeking you out so i guess that that puts them in a position where they are ready to be helped which makes it easier mm. yeah ah that is that is really interesting one thing i was going to ask you which you and you, you kind of even mentioned a tiny bit about um eating before obviously we contract a lot on diet with obviously there's a lot of links between um diet and gut health and mental health do, do you use advise anything to people on terms of their diet or or do you just kind of concentrate on the the emotional side that you work with 
I'd say we 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 mainly concentrate on the on the emotional side of things. Um, you know, we can give we, we can give basic advice, um, mm. but you know we're 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 very aware of our of our, of our limits. Um, and you know, there's there's frankly there's there's more skillful and and um, more knowledgeable people out there to to help with them um, with with that side of um, you know someone's someone's well being. Um, you know, we we could we we could refer people on. Um, you know, suggest suggest that that people people do their own research. Um, but um, with with regards to the to, to the mind mind body guts axis, um, yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It's um, it's really key um, to be to be mindful about what 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 we put into our bodies and to to to, to learn and to know and to discover. Um, you know what what foods um, benefit um, both our physical and our mental health, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's all physical, mental health is all um, linked. Uh, you, there's nothing you can do about it. I think if you if you're looking to improve one, you're more than likely going to improve the other. And if you're not taking care of one, you, you know you're not really going to take care of the other. You, you know, if you if you let your physical health go, it's more than likely your mental health's gonna gonna suffer too. Um, really within the do you have where you work within the NHS do you kind of have constraints on what you can do are you a bit more free in your independent practice to implement different methods you can do or with the NHS are they quite happy for you to you know do what works for the patient working within the NHS um, my, my role is very clear um, I I deliver um, social care assessments and do social care assessments with with people um, who are who are detained um, under the Mental Health Act um, due to uh, experiencing um, a crisis in in their psychotic illness, um, and when they come to me, they're, they're at the point of recovery and rehabilitation, Ryan. So they so they're looking to um, be discharged from hospital, and uh, they come and meet with me, and we work we work together to make sure that people have all the 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 services and supports that, that they need to support them to stay um, safe and well and at home. Um, so within that, there's there's certain um, uh, evidence-based um, um, methodology methodologies and, uh, and and approaches that that I, I need to be using. Um, and uh, yeah, you asked whether um, I have more freedom in in my private practice to 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 do the things that we've been talking about and i say yeah at, at the moment um there's there's more freedom with, with within within an independent practice um for me to do um the things that i've mentioned work work in the ways that i do with people yeah and what obviously mental health is is a, a big thing at the moment it, it spoke about quite a lot um do you find that there is maybe one certain area which seems to bring more people you know there seems to be more people who end up um needing help from you and in that situation from one sort of certain area of mental health or is it just sort of across the board good news our podcast is now available on another new platform this one is called newsly it's an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. It basically finds the trending articles on the web for any topic you can think of. 
and it reads them out to you in a natural human voice so you don't even have to read them yourself. You can follow any kind of topics on there, there's sports, there's business, health, Bitcoin, even the Kardashians if you really want to know about them. And they also have podcasts, of course, your favorite, the Health World Podcast is there. They've got podcasts from over 80 countries and I listen to all of my podcasts on there now and they even have digital radio. So you can download and use Newsly for free from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description. And if you use the promo code WEALTH, I'll also put that in the description, you will get a one month free premium subscription. So go and download Newsly now, subscribe to our podcast and get your one month free. I work with people who have complex needs. So um, the problem is not the problem. Hmm. Um, When people come to me, they find that the problem was not the problem. The problem was something else. Um, And the something else is what we work on. Yeah. 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 No, that, that's, that's, that's a fair point. I think that's going to be true in a lot of cases. How, how do you like, if someone first comes to you, how mm-hmm. do you go about kind of getting to the root of it and diagnosing what their actual kind of issue and problem is stemming from? What's your first steps you'd take with them? Just to pick you up on a bit of language, I wouldn't diagnose. Um, okay. As a, as a, as a social worker, I leave that to the doctors. Um, However, you know, I'd, I'd look at people's uh, challenges, their, their difficulties, their problems, their presenting problems. And it, essentially, I, w- I work with people um, to agree and, and work towards solutions. So um, I know, I know you, you take a, you know, a holistic view of, of, of health and wealth, um, much the same. Um, similarly, I, I take that, that, that view of, of people's social circumstances. So I'll, I'll, I'll look at many, many of the, uh, the things that, that you look at, um, essentially someone's, someone's functioning from, um, the moment that someone wakes up, um, to the moment they, they go to sleep, um, and how, you know, a person's past, um, can influence their present and, influence their future any any um, adverse experiences they might have experienced in, in in their lives lived experience of you know illness um, abuse and, and anything like that um, but you know in, importantly um, I would also look at a, a person's a person's risks and and crucially their their strengths now people won't necessarily know what their strengths are when they come to me um, but when they come to us, um, it's about drawing those out and, um, and, and helping people to realize that, you know, actually you, you have resources. Um, you, they might be, they, they might be buried, they might be latent, but you know, they're there and, and we can kind of work together to unlock them. Hmm. So that's kind of, we talk about with, with mindset. And doing things like even something that seems so basic as positive affirmations um, and, and things like that. Is that is that kind of you're trying to get them to look at the positives they have and the strengths they have rather than all the negative stuff around them? Is that kind of what you're, you're doing there, kind of a similar thing? Mm. Mm. A kind of kind of positive um, psychology. Yeah, 
um, I'd, I'd say we'd, we'd, we'd temper that with, um, with, with realism um, and, and personal responsibility. Um, that kind of comes back to, um, you know, what we were saying earlier about uh, a person's, um, you know, desire and motivation to change. Um, and, you know, mentoring and, and, and coaching people as, as I do, um, one of the first things I, I will say is that um, we want to work together so that you get to the point where you become your own mentor, your own, your own coach. Um, I'm a guest in your life. I won't be around forever. Um, you know, in fact, the, the most pleasure that I get from my work is, is the day when someone comes to me and says, do you know what, Dan, um, I, think, I think we're done. I'm, I'm okay now, um, you know, off. And off the person goes. Because um, then, you know, I think, right, good. That's, that's work well done. Yeah, that's a job done. That's got to be fulfilling. Yeah. Seeing that, seeing those success stories, that's something that that we're looking to get plenty of with what we're doing as well. Yeah, I think seeing that change and being a part of that change, seeing from the beginning to the end as well. Because I mean, in my in my day to day job, um, I, I'm a carpenter, and one of the things I do enjoy about it is that you see the project start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's some jobs where you you know people are just working behind a computer or something, they never see kind of the fruits of their labor, and and it's quite nice to see it. And obviously to see it in a person's life where you know you've had such a, a positive effect on them too, uh, that's going to be a, a very fulfilling thing to have. And I like that you, you brought up one of my favourite uh, words or phrases there, personal responsibility, which, which I really love because I think it's so important and I think it's missing so much in today's society. So I would imagine that perhaps with the, the clients you get, getting them to have some sort of personal responsibility and kind of accept that is maybe quite a big moment in trying to help them because I guess it's from, it's not necessarily, I I spoke to someone about this uh, recently on the podcast. I can't remember who it was. And they said about the personal responsibility is not blaming yourself for everything. It's accepting that you're the one with the power to change it. And so, so I guess that them reaching that point would be quite a big step forward when you're working with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, it's about empowerment. Um, and um, oftentimes people people come to me and they're in a state of disempowerment. Right? Things, things have happened. They've had things done to them. Um, people have done things for them, etc. Um, so... They come, they come to me, and they're they're often yeah in in a state of powerlessness really, and you know feeling feeling out out of control, um and lacking lacking purpose and and, and direction, um and uh it's about it's about assisting people to to find their way, their way and their path, and um what what lights them up, what, what lights you up. And what creating people pe- people's life, pe- creating the, the the life that people want to live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you say, that is empowering, giving people that purpose. Because I agree. I think when a lot of people are struggling mentally, 
I think when you feel like you have no purpose in your life, I think it'd be very easy to struggle because I think everyone needs some kind of purpose uh, to feel like they have a purpose, at least to feel like they, there's a need for them and, uh, and they have a, a role uh, and something to fulfill. So I, I'd imagine that's a super important part of it. I had uh, recently on the podcast, I had a guy called Michael Mojo. He's Australian mm. guy. He's a mindset coach. I don't know if you've heard of him, but um, he, he, he's really good. And he has his whole thing is based around the value system, which I noticed you used that word a, a couple of times about helping people to find their values and kind of rank their values and, and find fulfillment from that. So do you, do you kind of work off a similar system with that? Yeah, we can work, work on um, um, values elicitation. Um, it's it's often uh, quite a quite a long process. Um, when when I was doing my training um, for for me, it was a it was a three hour process. Um, you know, to to really uh, to really go quite deep um, into into those values and and the how and the why and um, you know, it's it's something that you know I'd I'd encourage people to to do if if they if people are curious um, with me um, in in the first instance because it kind of kind of sets a foundation, Brian, um, for for the work that then comes afterwards. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's something I I, I think people should look into because even if you feel like you you know you, you're doing okay. I, I think discovering what your values are and kind of aligning your life up with them is a really powerful tool to use and can really push you on to the next level. Cause a lot of people, even though they might think they're all right at the moment, are just kind of existing and surviving without any real, not, I, I won't say motivation. I don't like to use that word motivation, but you know, without any real kind of purpose and they're just day to day, they think they're doing okay, but if they can find their values and align with them, it, that is going to lead you to a, a fulfilled and more happy life and, and a stronger mindset, I would think. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree. Um, and kind of following on from that thought, um, we will find that as we move through life, sometimes our, our values change, but um, those, those, those core those core non-negotiable values, um, and they'll only perhaps be two, three. Um, they won't. They won't change too much. They'll, you know, no matter, no matter where we get to in life, how old we get, um, what happens. Those those core values who that that we really hold dear in our, in our heart. Um, those those foundational beliefs um, will. Well, hopefully, if they're if, if if they're the right ones for us, um, you know they'll they'll stay true and 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 steadfast and see us through. Yeah, abs- absolutely. I I agree. It, it's as I said before. I encourage anyone who hasn't looked into that to definitely look into that and and do some work on it themselves and see if they can align their life with their values. And um, I think you mentioned earlier. I don't know if it was on the on the podcast or when we were speaking just beforehand about um uh, a, a film you produced. Yeah. Do, do you want to talk about that? Yeah, of course. Um, it's a film called called Sixteen. Um, in fact, as of yesterday, it, it's available for streaming on Exposure Plus TV um, and YouTube. Um, I'd encourage um, any of your listeners um, who, who are interested in, in viewing it to go to um, Exposure 
plus TV, search 1616, um, and uh, you'll see it there. Um, to kind of talk talk to the story a bit more, um, it's, a, it's a story that kind of answers this question. What turns um, a Sweet 16 schoolboy into a callous criminal? The film, made, we, we made it um, probably about 11, 11 years ago now. Um, we made it with a group of young people um, while I was, a, I was a youth worker and working for a local authority at the time. Um, the, the project was funded um, by, the, by the council um, and we, we made it alongside um, young people who, who were interested in, in learning more about the whole, the whole production process of a short film. Um, when, when produced along, alongside you know, professional actors and, and um, uh, cast and crew, uh, the film, I say with humility, was, was premiered at um, Pinewood Studios, the spiritual home of James Bond. Nice. Um, <laughs> and um, it, it had a, had a semi-successful festival run um, to Cannes Short Film Corner um, and uh, also the Brief Encounters um, Short Film Festival in Bristol. And as I say, it's, uh, it's now available for, for anyone who, who might like to um, spare 10 minutes of their life uh, to you know, in, in enjoy the story um, on Exposure Plus TV. Very nice. I'll, I'll definitely check that out. And is is the story in any way related to the kind of things you do, or it was just was it just a just a project that was separate at the time? Yeah, I didn't I didn't know it was going to be relevant to, to what I do now at the time. Um, but reflecting on 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 it now, um, you can certainly see um, connections uh, because it does um, raise awareness of. Um, particular social issues um, regarding and, and, and men mental health issues, um, it, will, it will raise um, awareness of, of bullying, of knife crime, of self-harm, of domestic abuse, um, and um, at um, perhaps the most impactful um, murder. So, it kind of gives you a flavour of, um, of the content of the film. So um, if you're of a sensitive disposition, um, you know, do, do kind of approach it with, with caution. Um, you know, and, you know, if, uh, if you um, do feel you might be triggered by it, you know, approach it, approach it with, with that health warning. Um, uh, if, if you feel okay with, with it, then by all means, jump in and, and, and just enjoy it. Um, it's kind of an, an example of the of, of the films that that, that we want to continually um, create and and co-create and, and co-produce with people um, because uh, it kind of it was kind of the beginning of of that that genre of, of, of filmmaking for me um, because um, a few years ago I. I Again, I say with humility, I had the, uh, the opportunity to collaborate with the mental health charity Mind on um, another short film project that, um, again, raised awareness of, of, of mental health um, issues. Um, this film um, was called um, Mental Health and Physical Health Go Hand in Hand. And um, I, I actually participated in, 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 in that film um, and told a bit of my own story 
of um, recovery from from mental illness um, and how I how I um, how I moved um, through that and, and grew through that um, alongside you know a, cu a couple of other people. Um, the the film has, is is available on on, on the Minds um, YouTube channel. Um, I believe it's doing okay. Um, it's uh, it's 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 definitely quite quite a powerful um, a powerful uh, um, film to watch. Um, it was certainly a, perf a powerful experience for me to participate in. Um, and um, again, you know, if, if any any of your listeners are are interested, uh, you know, you can you can go and have a have a look see on on uh, on the Minds YouTube channel. Um, for that yeah yeah i would recommend people to go and have a look at that uh, i'm gonna have a watch myself i think like i say it's always good to continually expand your your knowledge and, and educate yourself on all areas because you know even when you think you know a lot about subjects there's always more to learn and even if it's a subject that you may not originally have any interest in there's no harm in, in educating yourself further so i think it's always a good thing to do and i noticed you you mentioned there about on one of the films you shared about your own story through mental health so i'd be interested if you're okay to share it i'd be interested to know a bit a bit more on that on, on what happened in your situation and how you overcame it mm -hmm. yeah sure speak to that uh so sadly um i was i was bullied um when um i was um a teenager um for for being different um didn't know what that difference was at the time um I later found out um, as an adult, um, it was um, undiagnosed dyspraxia. Um, and um, the, the, the impact of that was, was that, uh, you know, sadly, uh, my, my, my mood became so low um, that um, I began to suffer with, with clinical anxiety and depression. Um, and I, I became school phobic at, at that time, um, and at my worst, um, I was I was actively suicidal. Um, I did I did uh, you know um, in, incomplete suicide by taking an overdose of of, um, of prescribed medication, um, and yeah, how I moved through that was um, through reaching out for help. Um, you know, I've had a um, a long journey of, of counselling and um, cognitive behaviour therapy, um, and yeah, um, medication played played a, a part for for a short period of time. But what was most helpful, Ryan, was was um, was the talking, um, and um, and also um, you know becoming more more educated and um, and mindful and knowledgeable around you know what 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 health looks like and for, for me personally and um and the, you know the things that, that that i need to do um to to keep my 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 body and and my mind well um so in in that it kind of it kind of um gave me choices and opportunities to you know look at look at my lifestyle and and um and really decide what what i needed to do to 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 keep myself you know well and 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 live in live in you know to my my, my optimum health 
um, which kind of brings me to, to where I am today, you know, where I'm, you know, I'm, I'm um, a cons consistently at the gym. Um, I abstain from, from alcohol and, and illicit substances. Um, I, I eat a you know, high protein diet, um, limit my caffeine, um, get, out, get outside in, in, in the outdoors as, as, as often as I can. Um, I like to do my 12,000 steps a day, <laughs> you know, good, good bit of walking. Um, and you know those. I mean, they they, they sound they, they sound like basic every, everyday things, but but they're really they're really non-negotiable for, for me because because of the the, the lived experience that, that I had, um, and I feel I feel quite privileged to have this 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 dual qualification now, if you will, of of someone with with, with lived experience um, of mental health difficulty um and um and also to have um you know the the, the privilege and the, and the honor of working as a as a mental health social worker yeah i think i think that's a very powerful thing as well in your situation that you you've actually been there you, you've been you know in the bad places where they've been you're speaking from experience and i, I think that's really powerful for connecting with people um who need help when, when you've been there and, and done it it kind of gives them that hope and that proof that it, that it can be done. I think that's an amazing thing to have. And I think educating yourself on, on health and wellness, whether it's mental, physical, anything, such an important thing. And I encourage everyone to do it. That, that's what our whole aim and our whole platform is around is just educating people because so many people are uneducated on it, which some of it is down to people being ignorant. And some of it is down to a lot of information out there is completely wrong. You know, some of it is not people's fault that they're, they're told, to be healthy this way and they think that's right and it's not but constantly learning and educating is really important and it's also a personal journey like you know you've found and you've you've got your things that are non-negotiable for you and you do them for your health and they may not work for someone else but they work for you and that's what's important it doesn't matter what works for someone else and like you said about they seem basic and whatever but i i think for for real true health it, it is quite basic it's quite simple you, you don't need to complicate it you need to keep it simple and have those set things. You know, you have your targets. You hit each day with what you're going to eat. You're going to get your steps in. You're going to get out and get fresh air. And that's the perfect way to approach it, I think. Keep it really simple, straightforward, and, and keep on top of your physical and mental health. And that's going to keep you in the, the best condition. That's definitely the way forward. And I just wanted to circle back to, because for, for a lot of people who may be in a similar situation that you were um, in the bad times, I think one of the hardest things, not, not that I've been there myself from personal experience, but I think from what I know of other people, one of the hardest things is to actually call for help, to actually ask for that help. So was there, was there a certain thing that happened that caused you to actually go and reach out for help? Or, or did you just use like this, uh, this is too much, I need to get help? And what helped you to overcome that? That's a good question. An interesting question. I think, I think for me, it was a combination of um, the level of personal distress that I felt at the time was was so was so intolerable that um, it, it was a case of either of either um, the final solution or I I do I do the hard work to to become well again. Um, and in addition, it was 
it was beginning to see the the pain that I was expressing being absorbed by the friends and family and um, you know people who cared about me seeing seeing the impact of of, of my distress and 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 the way that that, that I was um, coping or not coping with it um, affecting their lives. So those two things, um, those two factors were, were, were what motivated me to change. Um, appreciate it. it. It will be different for, for, for everyone, everyone else, because everyone's uh, experiences are, are, are different and, and unique. Um, but um, I would, I would say that it's okay, um, especially especially as men, um, to to say uh, I need help. Um, women as as well. Everyone, everyone. It's 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 okay um, to say, look, I'm struggling. I need help. Um, whether whether you reach out to um, mental health professionals, Samaritans, your GP, um, friends, family, whoever. Um, just, just find it within yourself to to um, to have that courageous con- conversation, um, and and use those those three or four words. You know, I need help. Yeah, I agree. It's 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 super important if if you're in a situation like that and you're feeling like that. You you know, ask. There's no shame in asking for help. You absolutely should ask for help. And also, people will be really willing to help you. I, I don't know. Again, I haven't been there myself. But I imagine that people might think that you know they might run thoughts thoughts through their head that people wouldn't want to help them, and people will turn them away and whatever. And maybe they use that as a reason not to ask. But you know, people will be more than willing to help you, especially the people around you who, who love and care for you. Then they're, they're going to be more than willing to help you if you reach out. And it's it's really interesting the way you the way you kind of described that to me. It kind of seemed like your your second reasoning of seeing the pain it was causing the people around you. That almost seems to me like at that point you kind of took on some of that personal responsibility and kind of realised I'm actually affecting people around me. I, I need to change this. So that's got, I, I haven't ever heard anyone um, kind of describe in that way from their situation obviously everyone's different they might not have had that moment but that, that's really interesting to me that you kind of even at that low moment you kind of saw took on that personal responsibility and were able to move on from there mm, mm. i kind of find, find myself going into a uh, uh, um kind of uh, an, an hysteric place now where you know we, we, there's a, there's energy there's there's mm. energy that, that 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 we share and you know when um in in psychology and psychiatry, there's there's this idea, Ryan, of, um, of transference and counter-transference. Um, so, essentially, what that means is is that um, if um, I am feeling happy about something, um, then you know you'll you'll see you'll see me looking happy. I'll, I'll be I'll be smiling, um, and you know my body, my, my body language will be open and relaxed. Um, and you know, through transference and countertransference, we're more likely to to feel happy if we're if we're interacting with someone who who is showing that and expressing that. Whereas conversely, if if we're with someone who 
um, who is who is in perhaps a, a very negative state, um, then unless we have the, the 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 knowledge, the skills, the the emotional intelligence to um, to kind of to kind of hold that and, and be with that, then then sometimes we find that that we absorb some of that some of that person's pain and kind of take it on as our own um that's that's the idea of counter transference and transference um and um yeah there was there, there was that part of me that that was just aware that that i was having such a such a negative impact on um friends family and and, and loved ones um because that was how I was feeling, um, and I was I was stuck in in this state. So um, when I when I made the the, the choice, the decision, um, with with a lot of help, a lot of help from from various uh, various professionals, um, which you know I'm incredibly grateful for. Um, slowly all of that began to change and um there was a there was a ripple effect ripple effect ryan it it's uh yeah the 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 positivity and the and, and the recovery kind of kind of spread yeah yeah and i love that from the the fact that with your career now is you you've basically turned that negative into a positive and you're able to use that to then help other people, which, which I love that. That's a great story to have it like that. I think anything in your life, I think you can turn to a positive, you know, if you get through it. And sometimes the worst situations you have in your life are actually, when you look back, actually maybe the best thing for you in that they, you know, it's a turning point and you can use it to really push you on to, to another level. So I think that's almost like a, you know, obviously it wouldn't seem it at the time, but almost like a superpower that you can use and, and really be, be positive from. So that, that's awesome that you have managed to do that. Thanks, man. That's no problem. And, and also um, what you spoke about there about the, the transference is kind of, we talk about being careful who you surround yourself with. The, the obviously there's the the saying that you are the sum of the five people around you and that you know you, you need to be careful you want to be surrounded by people that are going to build you up and be positive and, and help you and not let negative people be around you and bring you down because like you say it's true that transference of energy is is so real you can feel it you know you're around people who are who are negative and pulling you down you'll feel completely different to being around positive everyone loves being around positive people because it makes you feel good because it's, it's just a it's just a natural thing so yeah that's that's a really, really important thing as well. And I, th I think people need to be, need to be aware of. Uh, and, and it's something that we kind of try and preach as well with, with what we talk to people about. I think uh, curating your reality is what everyone needs to do in terms of how you want your life to be, the people you want around it, and even what you want to achieve, you know, in your kind of in your mind, you want to almost believe that you're already there where you want to be and then just wait for reality to catch up, put the work in. To, to get you to to where you want to be so you're we'll just touch back on on your business that you're are you fully going independent soon and or are you carrying on mixing the both are you are you fully launching that on its own we're blending we're blending, blending. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um with 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 the future you know going going um full out with with 
with the business as uh, as as soon as, as soon as possible. Um, yeah. But yeah. Kind of kind of in the space of um, of an entrepreneur entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. And, and where whereabouts are you based? For if if there are people in your area who who need help with things like that. So we're based in Exeter. Okay. In, in the UK, uh, southwest of England. So. Um, by all means, um, yeah, um, you can you can reach out with me um, through through my socials, um, or um, we have a we have a, a website, uh, DanielWildingCIC.co.uk. Um, by all means, um, you know if you if you would like, uh, you can you can reach out to us and connect connect with us through there. That's awesome. We'll we'll share all your links in in the bio podcast and stuff like that to your website, um, and we can we'll link to the film and things like that that people should watch as well. Um, and and definitely, I encourage people to check it out and have a look into it. And I, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story, especially um, sharing the story of your your own struggles with mental health, because I I love to hear people's stories, whether whether it's mental health, physical health. I love to hear the stories of actual people. You know, I there's you know a place for research and studies and stuff like that, but but real people overcoming real things and, and what actually works for them, I love to hear, and I think it's really good for for the listeners to hear as well because it for people in a situation where they're similar, it gives them some hope. You know, they they might think they've got nowhere to go, but they hear well, you were in that situation, and here you are, uh, and it gives people hope, which I think is a super powerful thing. So I definitely want to want to uh, thank you for sharing that. My pleasure, Ryan. Okay, it's an absolute pleasure to talk to you. Uh, we will be back again next week for uh, another podcast uh, where we'll speak to everyone then. We're going to share all of uh, those links in the podcast notes if anyone wants to check it out. We'll see you all next week and let's get optimal together. Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into the show. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover on the podcast or you'd like to appear on it, then please contact us at hwpoduk at gmail.com on our website, which is healthwealthuk.com or on any of our social medias, which are at hwpoduk. Please make sure you like, subscribe, share it with all your friends and family and we will see you next week.